0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast. You probably thought we'd just fallen off the face of the earth, but our um, Brazilian technical wizard (laughs) used that term in the loosest possible way. Um, Has had some technical difficulties. So you might not even hear this. But we're going to take a look at Brighton uh, Rangers. Four Masons, Strikers, Midfield, all the shit that everybody's talking about that you're all really bored of already. And to do that, I've got Berylakis, I've got uh, Neil Patterson, Chief. Let's start with Brighton, okay? Um, it's, it's probably as close to a first 11 as we could get. A couple of little tweaks are Carvalho, left-hand side. Um, Simicus obviously starts because Robertson's injured. Midfield is Henderson, Fabinho, Tiago. And, like, bottom line is, there's just a lot of very good footballers that play very badly on that day. And somehow we find ourselves 3-2 up after probably... In every right, in every reality, should have been probably 3-0 down after 20 minutes. And for me, a lot of that is it really is down to individual performances. Trent's awful. Fabinho's awful. Henderson for the first 20 minutes is awful. Thiago's awful. Um Carvalho's anonymous. And we've talked like loads about structural issues and systemic issues, etc., but that's like, that to me looked like it was just a lot of good players that played very badly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you've sort of got to, you got to preface it with the fact that we're coming off an international break and we're always crap when we're first getting back off an international break and I think, um, there are mitigating circumstances with all the games that have been cancelled not really managed to get any rhythm going you've got the likes of Henderson coming back from an injury He's, he went away with england i believe and then was deemed unfit to play so wasn't even wasn't even at uh, at kirkby or anything so um not the best preparation for him but yeah you're right there were and then all the shit going on with trent the comments I made saying that Trippier's all-round game is better. Um, and Trent's not. Um, basically, it looks like he's probably not going to the World Cup. That must have must have been affecting him as well. But um, you're right. There were a lot of poor performances. Um, I think Brighton played really well. Um, we have to say that. And I think, but I think we we sort of make it make it quite easy for them. Um, they get a couple of goals up and you're right, at that point it, it, it could be more. Um but we hang in there and we we um, we actually play much better, get get back into the game, um, get back on level terms with a really nice goal. Um and we're bossing, you know, 45 to 55, 45 to 60, we're we're absolutely bossing it. Um you know it's one of them where the substitutions are probably preordained. Um Obviously, Anderson's brought off with a with a view to starting him in the um, in the week. Fabinho's left on, so he doesn't start in the week. Um, Harvey Elliott comes on. I don't think they were necessarily the right subs at the right time, but as I said, they were probably pre-planned uh, with the with the heavy schedule. So it's a mixture of everything. You're right. We find ourselves three two three two up, and if you are three two up, you should really see it out, and that's the big. That's the big down for me. You know, we could easily have lost that game, um, especially going two 0 down and playing the way we are, and whatever. We could e- the heads could easily go, and we could we could easily start feeling sorry for ourselves and knock it back in it, and uh, and you know, not get anything out of it. But being three two up with ten minutes to go, it's it's pretty criminal not to see it out. And you know, those sorts of results have cost us in the past. and, in the long run, they're going to cost us again this season. But, um, but yeah, it was a, a bit of a shit show all around. We didn't really seem to have any control. So, um, I think you've sort of got to take the positives that um, at least we, we did get a point out of it. But, um, ultimately, you want things to improve. Um, and you're right, there were individual mistakes and not necessarily... Mistakes, but individually uh, inept performances uh, in, in various areas. Uh, so hopefully, I mean, the cobwebs seem blown off. We're going to come on to talk about Rangers in a bit. So it um, seemed that we were blown off and uh, we looked a bit better there. But um, too many bad performances and too many gaps. It was was too easy for Brighton.
0: Yeah, Beryl, it was really easy. Um... Particularly them moving the ball like really vertically directly through the middle of the pitch and then only shifting it wide from like the edge of the edge of the penalty area and getting them behind us. Um like I don't I don't know where to begin with it. Klopp has a route with Fabinho. My thoughts are he has been leggy off it for like probably 18 months now. I've talked about it loads. I'm not going to labor on it any longer. Um, but they looked really sharp and really direct, and we didn't seem to be able to cope with that. They were just able to move through the middle of us very, very easily. And once you get behind our midfield, um, there is space in behind the fullbacks because the fullbacks are up the fucking bits. Do you know what I mean? And they do it time and time again. Um, Trent makes a couple of mistakes. Again, we talk about individual errors, but I think the thing for me is. This is now becoming a really worrying factor. We keep debating the top end of the pitch. We keep debating Nunez. We keep debating Salah. Keep talking about Carvalho and Elliot. but realistically. The issue is how frequently we're shipping goals you score three goals at home against anybody and you should win the football match it really is as simple as that and we haven't been doing that so I don't know do you see the issue is it, is it, is it just a standard midfield issue because the other thing that I kind of factor in is our press is uh, it's pretty non-existent really
2: Yeah, I think the issue is, is you know, the team. Um, if you looked at this particular game, uh, Brighton has, um, you know, uh, their players are not as good as our players, but they had the better team and they 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 were well worth that point. I would say, um, uh, you know, you know, it, it, it's it's true if you would say that you know, they had a couple of chances and they just converted them uh, all and and, um, and they were lucky um, with that maybe. But then again, they, they created those chances. They were all chances and they were not, um, uh, um, you know, they, and they were not flukes. Uh, or whatever. Um, but if you looked at how easily they, they penetrated and they, how easily they created chances, uh, they, they played the better football. And that's it's a very strange thing to to, to conclude, uh, you know, um, Brighton against Liverpool, and and honestly, maybe you know, the, the last game that they played, they played against, uh, against us at Anfield was a two two, and I think they were the better team at that moment as well, but um, you know, um, we we managed to to. to uh to compete on on four fronts last season so we had this consistency but i I think we had something very extraordinary to 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 do that Uh, um and uh, of the four uh, prizes we were we were contending for we we got two and you know the two major ones just eluded us uh, on on the last um grasp you could say uh, and maybe that's the reason that this team, just, you know, our team looks looks labored, looks, you know, a step behind um, behind every duel, behind, uh, and, and, and if you're a step behind, that's, that, that's enough. If you are playing against good teams, that you know, they will punish you for it. And, and, and Brighton did, you know, up until their goal, which was very early, but, you know, they, they didn't have anything, but uh, at that moment, we clear, and uh, you know, and, and don't want to, to point out the individual, but someone doesn't clear it, and then you know they convert the, the chance. But uh, and for the second one, uh, another individual, you know, could could easily clear the ball, and he tries to control it, and you know, it, so you could say it's individual errors, but I think it's overall team play. I, I think something has changed that maybe it's you know the 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 fatigue the mental fatigue
0: yeah Merle, you it's... point out those individual errors but those just happened to be the two occasions where they put the ball in the net there were other occasions where they should have put the ball in the net and they didn't mm-hmm. so you know that's consequence for me personally i thought Madoff was probably our best player and he's the center half and We've conceded three goals, and it
2: just makes no sense. I would say uh, Alisson was our best player, and and he conceded three goals. Okay, so, so yeah,
0: so kind of <laughs> yeah, so kind of the same. See, yeah, same point. Different player, but
2: yeah, yeah. It, but I I think that that there you know we there is a problem with how we play and with the players that need to play how we play. So you know the, the system we are trying to play, we don't seem to be able anymore, or you know we don't seem to be able to to perform that. So um, I would say this, we needed to change, and we, we did change for the, the Rangers game, but maybe that's not, you know, I I, I wouldn't see that as a, as a as a serious um, serious yardstick. Uh, just like Bournemouth wasn't. I think things need to change we you know the material that we have the players that we have uh, they have you know uh, performed admirably and given us much joy so I, I, I don't want to you know uh, talk badly about them but uh, what I see now from this team is that, that you know we're not a very good team at this moment and we need to change something to become a good team uh, and uh, there seems to be a reluctance to change. And I think that would be, it would be a big mistake if if we, we don't change the way we play because this it clearly isn't working.
1: Yeah, I think, yeah. I think so, the issue for me is a bit, sorry to jump in like, but I think the issue is we're, we're trying to play a game which worked for us with a similar group of players Three, two, three seasons ago, but all the, uh we're, we're missing. Uh, but the players are a little bit older; so they can't do the things necessarily that we need them to do anymore. So, what I mean, the, the midfield can't is isn't covering the ground in the same way that it was. It's it's not as not as sprightly, not as young, not as fit, um, and much more injury prone. So that's costing us, Bobby. Um, when he starts, we we lack a threat in behind somehow because Salah's suddenly playing, seem, seems to be playing wider and uh, isn't getting as involved as often. And when we manage to get him involved, he's often the catalyst for the goals. But when we're, when we are, we, we, we don't carry a threat immediately on the break in the same way that we do is when we, for example, start with Nunez. So we are beginning to sort of see a bit of a change, but I think Beryl's absolutely right. We can't try and, and keep playing the same way um, when we, we at the moment don't have the personnel
0: to, to actually do that. Um, will see, fun. I see what you're saying, right? I see what you're saying. And everybody and their ma was calling for like four, two, three, one after the Brighton game. And we go four, two, three, one, and like it immediately concerns me when a football manager does what the general public wants. because rarely does that actually end up being successful. Um, but no, I, I can dig that, but I think that he must have had it in mind. And he has, yeah, but the thing is, the, the concern <laughs> I have here, Chief, is it's a, for me. It's a little bit desperate. It's a little bit not kitchen sink, but it's a little bit last resort. Um,
1: I I I I beg to differ. I think it's it's a it's a formation that's that's had success uh, for many clubs over the years, different managers, and Klopp used it for a while at Dortmund. Um,
0: He used it for a while with us when Coutinho was there with his four attacking players. Yeah. Kind of. The, we were the, the shape was two. the shape was slightly different, but the premise was the same. Yeah, but our results in those good, games, good. our win ratio in those games is like eight and eighteen or something. It's it's not good.
1: Yeah, but it's different. But it's different personnel, you know. I think that you've got so you've got this array now of, of attacking talent, and you've got a midfield that where where you're short essentially, uh, and. The beauty of the four-two-three-one is it, it it actually gives you sort of extra protection in there because you've got two that are that are just sitting, really. Um, you're allowing the full to get forward. Um, you're more likely to have three behind the ball or four behind the ball at any given sort of moment on a breakaway, as well. Um, rather than, than just leaving Virgil and, and Joel, which we we've, we've been doing. Um, so. And then you get to use so, you get to use your big striker and you don't have to rotate him and you don't have to, you know, you can use his pace, you can use his threat, you can just flip the ball, ball over. You saw the difference, sort of, it, it made and it makes, we've seen the difference when he's actually played. And yeah, there, there might So if
0: I get the benefits of it, I get the benefits of it and I agree with you, I do agree with you, but just to play devil's advocate, um, is um do you see this as a way forward? Because I would never have thought that Jota would be sitting in a number 10 position. But do you see this as a a way forward? Or do you see this as Klopp kind of a, a way to Manchester City a couple of seasons ago? Maybe a couple of seasons ago. Where he's short of midfielders. Fabinho and him have had a row, blah, 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 whatever. He's been dropped a couple of times. And he's like, actually, the 11 players I want on the pitch for these 11 players. And this is the shape that I can use to get those 11 players in the pitch? Or is, no, this, a, or is mean, this a long-term uh, tactic, I suppose, is what I'm saying? I, I think we have. I
1: mean, I for one thought we would we would start the season 4-2-3-1. Um, OK, bearing in mind that we maybe would have needed to, to bed Darwin in a little bit. Um Perhaps that would have been... A little bit, uh, a little bit optimistic, a little bit naive, but I certainly felt that we were moving towards that anyway with the players that we had. I mean, Elliot's another one. Uh, when you have the four-two-three-one, it allows you to play a number ten. We've now got the likes of Carvalho, Elliot, and Jota in there, all of whom are probably best playing as a second striker. They've, they all they all have goals. They've all and played. you could say and you could say Bobby could do that job as well, really. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's that's the other thing. It shouldn't necessarily be Darwin or Bobby. I don't like that. I mean, that's the thing when you play four three three, and you've got Diaz and you've got Salah and you want them playing every game, then you're having to choose one all the time. And you've got other you've got other talent there, other goal scorers. If you've got the four of them on the pitch at any given time, you know. You've got you've got goals coming out of your ears. You know we got you've got goal threat all across that front line. And you know, not to mention pace, good aerial ability, you know, all the rest of it. So they've, they've pretty much got everything. And it, it, given that, that how we started the season, trying to play the four three three, um, And it's really, you know, look gaping. As as we've just discussed, Brighton just walked through us, um, and it doesn't look to be getting any better. I, I think you know it's, it is time to make the shift, and I think Burrow's right. There has was a reluctance, is is a reluctance, because the four three three has been so successful. Um, you know, it must seem to club out, like, what the fuck, what what's, what's just happened? But uh, you know, how has it sort of fallen off like this? But I think that 4-2-3-1 formation suits us, and I think it is it is a good way forward. It is the best use of, of the kind of talents we've got. Why not go top heavy? You know, Bayern Munich go top heavy have done for how long, and it works for them. Um, we have those those talents, so why not use them?
0: Chief makes a fair point, Beryl. Um, like, like I'm, I'm really on the fence with this. I really don't know what way to go. Four three three. It seems clear to me that that is the intention at the start of the season. I don't feel like four two three one is something that was planned that we w- would evolve to midway through the campaign. I think this is a matter of circumstance, personnel, form, etc. I think that's why we've fallen into this. But at the same time, Klopp has used this successfully in the past. Certainly at Dortmund with Goethe in that in that ten position and, and Lewandowski ahead of him. Chief, just briefly, I'm I am right, aren't I? And Royce yeah, one yeah. side and somebody off the other, yeah. Yeah. So so like I I'm just I think the thing that the thing that's sticking in my mind is we played that game at City when we were really short of midfielders. We went 424 basically or four two three one, one or whatever you like. And the first like 35 minutes, we absolutely battered them. We, we get a penalty, we end up drawing one each. But people kept harking back to that. And it never, never appeared again, except as like a maybe last half hour measure when we're up against it and need to get a goal. So I'm just not convinced that this is something that has been strategically planned.
2: Yeah, may, maybe we, we tried to find the midfielder with uh, Chu Armani, and every time I see him at Real Madrid, it, it pains me like you know, uh, like a scorned lover. Uh, um, you know, uh, it's a metaphor, but uh, you know, someone uh, a midfielder who has the dynamism in a in a two man midfield to have you know uh, to, to 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 cover laterally, uh, if you uh, you know understand what I'm trying to say. Uh, um, and and maybe because we didn't get him we um, we persevered with the 433 that you know the system that has given us the title and uh, uh, the Champions League um, um, two cups last season um, but you know things have changed and, and like chief said there uh, you know our, our players have become older and, and less dynamic and maybe there's some mental fatigue in there so, uh, and and, and it, it it wouldn't be strange that you know Klopp suffers from some some mental fatigue himself. Um, it, it, it is a very demanding job, and and if if you have a system that that um, that gives you success uh, time and time again for for years and years, and uh, and uh, and then it, it doesn't seem to work, then you know you you would be likely to to persevere and think. Yeah, we are having a you know this is a form issue and we're having just a bad time. But but when everything returns to normal, then we will start you know being successful in it again. Um, we didn't, and and I think this is you know this this goes even back to to to, to the end of, of last season. I, I would say because you you saw us tail off and and um you know uh being not entirely ourselves you know just you know 90% of ourselves in 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 that final and w- when they scored when Vinicius scored uh, and we were the better team all over but uh, i i thought we never had a chance to win that game again uh and and th- there were lots of these moments in this season and, and i think there was a, a again a, a reluctance to to change something that that had had been successful but maybe um, and again, I'm harking back to what what Chief Chief just said, and and because he's right, I think with Elliot and with uh, Carvalho, we have two players uh, recently new in 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 our uh, selection that that could fulfill that 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 uh, number ten role, you know, more so than a number eight role, I would say. Um, uh, Firmino came to us from Hoffenheim. Um, uh, and uh, always played as an attacking midfielder so you know he and and when he plays as a, as a forward uh, as our number 9 and uh, one of the criticisms he, he gets is that he vacates that number 9 spot and uh and, and again this is his strong uh, his strong point but also his weak point but if you would combine him with with a real striker like like Darwin um you know maybe this is something that uh, you know we are ready for now. Um, what what, uh, what uh, you know what, what what caught my eye with the Rangers game was how far to the left uh, Virgil played when we uh, when we had the ball. You know he he always plays uh, central defense to the left, but he was basically when we had the ball he was basically on the position of of the left uh, left winger. Um, Matip was playing more centrally and uh, and maybe, uh, surprisingly, Trent was the one who was, was, you know, uh, first back from uh, from the the, the wingbacks, Uh, Simikas was playing a very attacking role. Uh, Trent wasn't. And this was something, you know, this was clearly uh, something we we haven't done for a, a, a long while. Um but yeah yeah needs must uh, as they say uh, and um, obviously we, we haven't been successful this season and something needed to change and you know um, uh, Klopp may be stubborn and maybe uh, headstrong and maybe loyal but he isn't stupid I'd say and and I, I would say this is a natural progression maybe it wasn't planned but you know s- sometimes things aren't planned and and the, you need a crisis to 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 uh, you know uh, realize that you need to radically change and and it's not a, just a little change that you need to make but but, but a big change. So yeah, I, I think maybe it wasn't planned uh, just as, um, as 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 it uh, happened and occurred, but uh, it's it's something under control nonetheless, I would say and. Uh, I, I am welcoming him uh, for one, you know.
0: Yeah, it's interesting, Chief. Um, we're talking about that this is going to be the solution to all of our problems. Um, but quietly, in a four-three-three, 3 3, Bobby Firmino has five goals and three assists and six starts. Um, he was written off. He was deemed surplus to requirements. Finished. Too old. He's 31. You know, in an injury-hampered um, season last year. And to be honest, I think he's probably been... Goals and assists aside, he's been one of our better players. I see, even away at, at, at Old Trafford. People gave him abuse. I thought he was very good. So... Like you know, I know we're talking about Darwin being like the solution to all our problems if we can find a, a system that suits him. But this guy's rocked back in, completely, you know, written off by most of the fan base. And actually, right now, he's our biggest goal threat by a distance.
1: Yeah, but well, he's scoring the goals, so I suppose you're you're right in that regard. But at the same time, I wouldn't say when he's playing. If- find him the biggest goal threat if you see what I mean in the squad um, I like him and I see you know he is the one putting the ball in the net but at the same time his goals have all come have come in two games um, home against Bournemouth and uh, and home against Brighton Um, and they're were important goals don't get me wrong I'm not trying to, to do them down in any way but I'd prefer to see Bobby in a side which also contains a Darwin Nunes. I don't want him to be playing that that number nine role because too often we don't have an out ball and we don't have a threat over the top and it's we've lost that a little bit in, in Mane okay we've, we've got Diaz there but when Bobby plays that for some reason he certainly this season it's 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 been noticeable that the ball just keeps coming back that we've got nowhere to nowhere to, uh, to no one to, to hold it no one to, to to run with it or just chase a ball into the corner or whatever so it's a bit of a problem when when he starts for me uh in that number 9 role and, and we're playing the 4-3-3 he he has scored the goals but I question whether we would have been at sort of nil or, or whether we would have been playing in anything like the same way if we'd had Darwin on from the, from the start in that game. Um I understand we're sort of bending him in and he's, you know, it, there's a long history of players when they sign, not, not starting every game to begin with, plus he had the disruption after the, the dopey headbutt. Um, but, I, you know, we've signed him. He's He's a massive threat. Um, there's still the polishing to be done, but Bobby Bobby should Bobby has a role. There's no doubt. But the pressure is taken off him. The 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 abuse wouldn't come his way if we weren't desperate um, for wins. And uh, you know the point is if, if, you, if you're playing up there as a as a number ten, which is actually was his more natural role. Um, a second striker when he was at Hoffenheim, and particularly the season that he scored the, the 23 goals, he wasn't wasn't playing number nine. Um, I think he could really benefit from that. You know, a lot of people say it that you know he could drop back in the midfield or whatever, and I think that you know, me is that the Sheringham role would would suit him. He scored five goals last season, Chief. He's five yeah. already. He's five already. So, is there's nothing wrong with his finishing? It's just leading the line. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, he's not. He's not that. He's not going to stretch another side. He's not going to make that run in behind into the corner, hold it up, get you up the pitch.
1: That's it. That, that, exactly. None of those things. Very few of those things. Uh, the ball's not sticking. He, he won't run in behind. He can't. You know, he doesn't have the pace. He drops deep. So the number nine, the the centre backs know they're not going to get. Turned and running behind, so the fullbacks are, are dealing with Salah. It gives the gives the left back, uh, the left side of centre back, or whatever, the, the chance to shuffle over and double up. And um, you know, often then the whoever's playing the midfield there will do that as well, crowd him out, and are, we're nullified far too far too easily. And the, the same thing sort of happens on on the other side. So, yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see Bobby play many many more games in a red shirt but I don't want to see him necessarily leading,
0: leading the line in a four right, Beryl. So we've talked about our 10 options. Let's just decide that we know that Jürgen's made his mind up. It's four three three. 3 the rest of his life. Darwin's is number nine. Salah, right. Diaz, left. Who's the 10? What does he make of Jota the other night? Because I think you and I agree easily. <laughs> He's, he's like he's like an on he's like an an even more untidy Suarez. He did that thing where he just like ran through players towards the goal the other night again. Just ran, just runs through them, just kicks the ball and runs through them, kind of bounces off them. Um, I don't know. Like there's four potential candidates for that position.
2: Yeah, I I don't think uh, Jota would have been on the ten if we wouldn't have played Rangers, who are, you know, you know, realistically a very weak team, considering uh, uh, the firepower that we uh, usually have. Um, You can you can fill in the ten role uh, as a creator, as 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 a as a midfielder who plays you know farther up ahead, and has. uh, as a, as a as a mindset of a midfielder so uh, is looking to, to create and uh, and you know create chances for for the the, the three forwards or um, more of a shadow striker you know someone who is trying to get uh, you know trying to to pivot off of the uh, the other striker and and and, and trying to get into positions and to score himself and I think jota, was um, supposed to do that and you know he, he something I think this is not a role he is accustomed to um, as much uh, as as the other candidates are so um, uh, what I like about Jota is his energy and and, and, and I, I, I I agree with the metaphor with with uh, you know the, the comparison with with uh, Suarez Luis Suarez um, uh, uh, it's, it's as if he he has a, a compass um, uh, on, on the goal and and when he gets the, the ball in his feet he he, he knows instinctually uh, the uh, instinctively pardon me uh, is uh, the, the shortest way to the, to the goal and just tries to go um, and uh, you know if, and if there's a player in, in between he just tries to go you know just through him um and he, he's successful at it as well, quite quite often. But it, uh, I would say if you, if you try to play, you know, if, if, if we would have played 4-2-3-1 against Brighton, I, I would have played with a player who, who can um, uh, try to confuse uh, the, the the central defenders, and usually they play with two central defenders, or even if they're three, you can confuse them with... with Going forward and going back, and and I Bobby Firmino would be uh, um, uh, a very good candidate. But you know, uh, again, I think we with with Carvalho and with Elliot we have some interesting candidates. Um, we were talking about this pre pod, but um, about you know what to make of Harvey Elliot and you know, what I think um, would be his best career path is is to look at the positions uh, such as uh, Tiago Alcantara. Who started out as a number ten and uh, didn't have the pace and and the, and the scoring to to be successful at that position, and then um, became a more deeper lying midfielder. And, and we all know how how good he is at that. And I, I think um, Elliot has some um, talents, some 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 capabilities that would make him suitable for that role uh, in later years. Maybe, maybe not right away, because uh, you know you 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 need to. Um, have a lot of confidence to to make that same turn that would be uh, less risky at, at uh, the box of the the, uh, the opponents uh, and make that same turn uh, you know at your own box. Um, but you know, I, I, uh, answering your question, I think uh, Bobby Firmino and 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 and, and Cavallo may be may be the best options for that number ten role. With uh, Jota and and Elliot, maybe slightly less suitable, but also you know valid options for the number ten.
0: Chief, Jota has been mentioned, Chuenai has been mentioned. So this is my question to you: We had two number nines essentially in Jota um, and Bobby. The general rule of thought is that we run for sure many. Madrid got insecure because Mbappe didn't sign for them and threw a pile of money at them and we didn't get them for that reason, which is fine. But I'm just really confused. There's two number nines we're talking about there. We scored 94 goals last season. The only season in the Premier League we scored more goals was 13-14, which was 101. I, I I'm still just struggling with the concept that we went and not even the fact that we spent all that money on a number nine, but even that we bought one in the first place. So I'm hoping you can kind of reconcile that with me.
1: Well, my thoughts on it were that we were planning to evolve the system. And we wanted too many and Darwin because, as Beryl said earlier, many has the dynamism to make a two-man midfield really work, and Darwin is regarded as one of the hottest young strikers in world football, so bringing the two of them in, obviously Chiumeni also dead young, was looking to box off two
0: of the main, major positions in that, in that system for me. Um, as Can you said, so now think, think, do you do you think we do Darwin even if we do too many? Yeah, hundred percent. Because We're we're gonna go and do Bellingham next year. You know, it's it's
1: not really a question of the money with FSG if you're if you're buying the, the top talent, particularly at, at such a young age, because you know you're gonna get the value out of it. You
2: know, even well. with my uh, with my hot take here, just just to spice things up. Uh, I would say that if Darwin would have been at Manchester City, uh, unless uh, you know, in, instead of uh, Haaland, he would have s- scored as many um, hat tricks as, as, as Haaland has done now.
1: Well, he certainly would have bagged a, a load more goals than, than he has, because the chances would have been created for him, um, and that's the point. And you know, we he's he's coming to a team that's that's. You know, for want of a a slightly, you know, it's a slightly dramatic phrase, but it's, it's fallen apart a little bit in the opening rounds of this season uh, of the Premier League, especially. OK,
0: so you forget what you're saying, but just to go back to Beryl's point. If Haaland has Nunez's four chances against Rangers, how many does he score?
1: I don't know if he necessarily, well, scores that Does many, he score one? He's. I'd say he scores. He probably scores two. The form I'd that he's say in that's, I form, say that's conservative. But the yes, the form that he's in. I don't think <laughs> he scores. I don't think he scores the one from from outside the box, which he has the snapshot at. I think he scores the one where, which he really should
0: score. You know where um, he hits. Okay. He hits, the, it, he hits at the least three in the first half, right at the keeper. Yeah, he does. <clears throat>
1: But they're all kind of snapshots, and you, at the same time, you've got to look at it in the in the context. All
0: Halland goals are snapshots. I kind of, this is where I'm just being argumentative here. All Halland goals are, are you snapshots. You are definitely being argumentative.
1: But, Listen, I, but, I'm, but here, the point of the
0: matter but is that it, I'm not it, wrong either, though, right? The, the
1: ultimate point of the matter is there is absolutely no reason to compare them. That is,
0: a, and that's also very true. Um,
1: up and down, you know, Haaland is a fucking machine. I've never seen anything like him in, in football. El Phenomeno was not as good as this guy sticking the ball in the net. People talk about strikers having a sixth sense, he's got eight senses. You know, he's he's his goal scoring is 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 unbelievable. We all know Man City create chances. And they've had strikers before. They had Aguero. He scored a lot of goals, whatever. But he, Harland's hit the hat-trick record in eight
0: games. Yeah. Like, Teeth, I agree with you. He's not not close to the best footballer in the world. Not close. But he's the best goal scorer I've ever seen. He's the best goal scorer literally I've ever seen. You're talking about you're talking about O'Phenomeno, you're talking about Ronaldo or either Ronaldo, but like Original Ronaldo, like, almost like, fuck. Like, uh,
1: Original Ronaldo was a sensational player. He's a far better player than Haaland. Um,
0: uh, like, by a, by a million miles. And he guys. scored a shitload of goals, but And, and, revo- and revolutionised what a, a centre-forward looks like. Yeah. Do you know? Changed the whole concept of what a centre-forward could be. But this guy just kicks it in the fucking net relentlessly. Like his conversion yeah, I, I would be interested in his conversion rate because you know they say like a good conversion rate is like something like 25% it's like really really good like his has got to be like 70% he's
1: dead eye he scores and he scores goals that that he's got no right to score He's just he you know he's 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 huge and he's agile and he can fly at times so, you know, he's he's, get, he's he's reaching things that other strikers wouldn't reach. He's, he's, the power in a shot is insane. When he fully lets go, it's absolutely it fly past you. It's, um, he's going to be unrivaled, I think. If he, if he manages to, to stay fit for, for the lion's share of his career, then he's going to break every goal-scoring record there is.
2: I, I, w- I would caveat that with you know the fact you know if you, if you're comparing with Ronaldo or from, from you know the real one uh, is and I, I don't think there have been many teams in 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 any league that have been this dominant and televised uh, yes. etc. You know um, Lewandowski scored shitloads of, guns, uh, of goals um, at Bayern Munich. And because, you know, they are very, very dominant uh, in their league. Do you know
0: what? They're uh, all just just on that. The best, uh, the best, the closest comparison I can think of is Van Basten. It's, that's, a, and it, it, like,
2: it's not, it's not. Ability-wise,
0: yeah. It's not a very good comparison, but see, as far as just sticking the ball in the net, that's, and, like, physically, like, you forget how, like, what a phenomenal fucking human specimen Marco van Basten was.
2: Yeah, He yeah. was
0: an absolute yeah. adonis of a human being. And wow. that's about as close as I can think of a comparison to Haaland at the moment.
2: No, I, I, I would disagree with that because I think, and I, yeah, it is unfair to, to Darwin to, to make these comparisons because, you know, they've come to the same league in the same... Season uh, and uh, you know uh, and and both at at the title uh, contenders you know nominally before the season started uh, before the five uh, you know the first five games of the season uh, and you know uh, naturally these uh, these comparisons started but I think um, I think Holland is 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 the better player but I think marginally uh, I think there and and this is what you know. Why it was a, a hot take? I think the comparison is fair in, this, in that sense that um, they have they share a, a, a lot of their their capabilities because uh, you know Haaland is a is a big boy uh, but his uh, I think that the, the, his most important talent is that he he has a very good sense for when he needs to run when he uh, needs to get into position. Um, uh, basically, he's he's a he's a big forward and a strong forward, and a and a uh, very quick forward, uh, but also has this Agüero-like uh, talent to, to 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 get into position in the, in the in the right moment. You know, start to run, and then you know they have this De Bruyne and Cancelo and 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 Bernardo Silva and Gundogan, all of these players who can give a pass, I, I provide him an assist assist. But if I look at Darwin Nunez in, in this latest Rangers game, he, he he did all those runs and all of his runs were, uh, were perfectly timed. He was never offside. And yes, he doesn't convert those chances, but that has a lot to do with, with his confidence and maybe a, a bit with ability. I'm not entirely sure at this moment. I hope it's mostly confidence. Um, I, think because, it was, you know, yeah? I think it was. Yeah. I
1: think he was. Making sure he was hitting the target. I think there was a lot of that. You know, he was, yeah. there were a lot of safe finishes, but I think yeah, just to agree with you on that.
0: Yeah. So, Chase, I think just just on just on that, um, I I get your points, and there is no point comparing them. So I'm going to just cut this, cut this now. It's Arsenal on Sunday, and <laughs> my wee second team team So you know that
1: Yeah, uh, You're going to be
0: having fucking
1: split loyalties mixed
0: <laughs> Look you know You know I've liked Arsenal for a while I think Arteta's been really It's, your,
1: it's your guilty fucking seat.
0: It really is my guilty pleasure aren't they Yeah I know I've liked them for a while I think they've, they've, they've been For the first time Arsenal have been smart You know they've got a pile of stupid Wages off their, off their, wage, off their Salary bill Um in Aubameyang and Ozil and froze them out and told them to fuck off. There's a load of really exciting, technical, young players in there. Odegaard, Saka's, Martinelli's, Smith-Rowe, who can hardly even get a game at the minute. Jesus Mm -hmm. looks like, from an attacking perspective, the final piece in the jigsaw. I think you were shouting out Pepe there. No, I was saying Peckers. Who? Hackers, as oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, What did you call your man Pepe? Was it Pepe? Or what did you call Pepe? him? to spent seventy odd million he's on. Gone. He's gone. Is that what you called him? Yeah, Pepe. It? Pepe yeah, he's gone. To he's gone. That's hard. right. He's gone as well. Seventy old million, fucked off. And they've just been really smart in the money that they spent. They've your man back, Salaba, who looks like an absolute smasher. Um, they've got a couple of good fullbacks. Midfield looks decent. They're top of the league. We're going to the Emirates. Um, This is not, and I've said this a few times, but this is not soft old Arsenal that we used to fucking bang every time we played them for the last like five or six or seven or eight years. This is a different animal now. And I'm just interested. Are we in a position where we can go and exploit what weaknesses they have there? And kind of nullify all of those brilliant attacking qualities they've got. And is that through a 4 2 3 1 formation? And do we just stick with what worked the last time? Because I will remind you, the last time was the game we played against Ajax, 4 3 3. We looked really good and we thought that was a turning point and it wasn't.
1: Yeah, but we can see that another easy goal we will walk through. Um, but I, I'm not convinced we necessarily will start this game against Arsenal a 4-3-1. Um, I don't know if uh, you know if Jurgen will revert to type at the weekend, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if, if he did. Um, Arsenal are much much better as you as you said. They have been smart and they are building something there. I mean, Antera is a bit of a Arsenal, or a little bit of a Man City light at the minute. I'd say uh, might be a bit lazy, but you know, from the outside looking in, not paying that much attention, it, it sort of seems like that. Um, obviously, they've got some really, really handy players, um, and they've got they've, they've got quite a robust core now as well, as you alluded to with Saliba coming back in, and uh, Jack is playing well. Um but similarly they they also went to United and, and lost lost worse than we did. Um certainly scoreline
0: wise and Yeah, I was gonna say they lost by more, but I'm not I'm not
1: sure yeah. they lost worse than we did. Well as yeah, certainly we, we played awfully, but we, we we watched that game through our prism. I'm sure Arsenal fans watched it through theirs and their opinion will be different to ours about how they played. I was, for me, honestly, there was a there was that little moment where I saw that scoreline, and I've been thinking about it before the the match. I saw the scoreline afterwards, and I was just like, yeah, okay, a little bit of same old Arsenal. Um, they haven't got that hoodoo off their back. They also regularly turn up at Old Trafford no matter what the form book is like, and, and throw in a shit one. Um. I believe that they were well in it, and the scoreline flattered United. But ultimately, they've gone there and, and lost by two goals. Um, so I don't think we've anything to be to be scared of. I think we need to. to ultimately, we just need, we need to fucking turn up. We need to be on it from minute one. We need to respect them, and we need to play our game at the level that we can, and at the level that we should. And we've come to expect. Um, as to the formation, I. I'd like to see it. Um perhaps Lob feels that he needs he will need three in there to, to to deal with him or that he'd prefer to go back that way or that the four two three one was more for you know based on the fact that we were playing Rangers and we expected to have most of the ball and we want we, we wanted to to you know quote unquote blow them away a little bit. Um so we might we we very well might not see it um i'd like to see darwin start whatever happens
0: um, i know you yeah. would i know
1: i think he just offers a threat and i think you need that from minute one it's no good waiting to bring him on
0: it's i'm no going to be honest with you if i think for this game and you yes your man said he liked comparison is lazy but it's about as close as you're going to get to describe on this side um but what that means is they will leave space in behind and they will try and press you high. And I'm nearly with you. I'm nearly against you here, which is ridiculous because I've argued the other side the whole way through this this chat that I think we maybe do go four two three one and we do go and press them high and we do try and win the ball high at the pits and get them behind them. Because 100%. the press with the three midfielders isn't working.
1: 100%. And Arsenal are... are- showed last season already great signs of being very adept at moving the ball quickly from back to front and beating the press and they're better at it now so it would be folly for me to to go in and, and sort of try and as i said play the same way with which which hasn't been working and where, where massive gaps have been exposed so i'd love to see us play four two three one and i'd love to see bobby and darwin both start because bobby loves playing at the emirates and generally plays well against Arsenal, and I think him in the number ten with Darwin with Luis Diaz on the left and and Salah on the right, and you you've got Jota to bring into the mix at any point as well. So you, you know and and Elliot strong bench Carvalho etc etc. You know, and I think we could if, if we do turn up and, and and go at them and and do press them and do fucking make them panic on the ball, and get in and get the early goals and stuff then. Happy, happy fucking days because it would be a big departure from what we've seen so far in the league and something as as uh, Burrell said earlier, something's gotta give. We we you know, players won't settle for it, the fans won't settle for it and ultimately Klopp won't, the owners won't. We can't you can language language the ninth maybe after after what is it, seven games, but you can't be anywhere near there after ten.
0: So it has to start now. Yeah, fair enough. I take Keith's point, Burl, but I'm like a big believer in these little weird football kind of serendipities that happen, and there are players that just score goals against certain teams, and we have two of them for Arsenal, with Jota and Firmino, and yeah, I know it's I know it's mental, and there's no kind of like, there's no scientific data to back this up, I suppose, other than goals to games ratio. But these two guys, they fucking love an Arsenal goal. They really do. And sometimes when you go out there and you feel good and you're like, I'd love scored against this side, it can just be the difference in your your psyche to making you take that chance as opposed to missing that chance or gambling on that run as opposed to not making that run or taking that shot where you'd maybe pass it and not taking it. Do you know what I
2: mean? Yeah, you know, um, some of us have played some, you know, lower level football and, and, and know that feeling maybe. Yeah, it's it's uh, when you started talking about it, I thought, yeah, why not play four two three one? But uh, maybe not with Darwin, but with uh, Jota and uh, and Firmino, and you know, both of them alternating that 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 that, that number ten role. Yeah. It it you know it it would be nice to see that. Uh, I think if you play four three three, then you you do that. Because you want the solidity in your midfield, so the, um, the the wing backs can can you know get get up higher on the pitch, uh, and, uh, and and th- this was uh, the way we scored goals or created chances for 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 many years. But you know that seems to be found out in in a certain sense, or maybe it's a form issue. But uh, I would argue it's not so much form, but or you know, it's a combination of foremen or tactics uh, having been found out. So if we play four two three one, then you need to play with someone who is a, a, a is a is a threat. And uh, you know, as I said before, I think Darwin has has all the attributes, and, and I, I really like his runs. Uh, he gets into many positions and he he didn't convert them against rangers but you know uh, i have no doubt that he will start banging them in and maybe uh it's maybe you know he, he hasn't played against arsenal so maybe he will be the third in in, in line um having a, a the knack of scoring against uh, against arsenal who who knows um but uh, I, i'm i'm happy all of these these attacking players are are fit so you know uh, 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 you know, sometimes our our selections or you know clubs selections have been uh, have been uh, dictated by 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 fitness, and I don't think that's an issue at this moment. Uh, you know, my my feeling would be that we would will play four three three, but maybe uh, in the way that we uh, that then we don't play with uh, with the uh, Firmino as as a as a striker, but maybe with Darwin or with Jota, um, I, I think it, it's it's really an issue that 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 uh, Salah doesn't seem to have a goal threat at, at this moment. And you know, anytime uh, Diaz gets the ball, um, you, you expect something to happen, but not when you know. And and this was the case uh, for many seasons when Salah got the ball, but he. It, it, it's it's you know not in this season and not you know since January I would I would argue so that that's also an, uh, something to take into account but um yeah i I, I can't say'm I'm, I'm going into this game with, with with lots of confidence um then again yeah we have got their number. So if we play 433 then with with Darwin or with Shota up front, and if we play four-two-three-one, maybe you know that's the, the braver option, or maybe just we should just stick to that. And you know we've talked about the options there, so yeah, let's see. I'm I'm not you know full of confidence. I have to admit. Yeah,
0: I think there's a lot of people feeling like that at the minute. But yeah, this team's come through worse, and I suppose sooner or later it's going to have to turn let's hope sooner rather than later so until next time up the sooner rather than later reds